I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Why am I doing that all sultry-like? Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and of course, you can also find it every day live, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, a couple of things. This week, Thursday night, Scandia, Minnesota, I will be at Rustic Woot, Rustic Woots? Rustic Woots? Come on down to Rustic Roots. It sounds like a Bob Dylan song. Rustic Roots Winery. That's going to be a hell of a time, man. Can't wait. Uh, Thursday night, bringing my good friends Lucy Zarn and Lahiru Samarasinghe. And that's exactly how you say his last name. I'm not butchering it. At least I pray to God I'm not. But that's Thursday night, 8 p.m. Tickets. You can find it on my Facebook and my Instagram. And then uh, this weekend, I'm actually chilling. Like, I got one show Thursday. I'll probably go out, work out a little bit of new material, and then I'm going to the goddamn cabin because it has been such a total nightmare of scheduling the last couple of days, trying to get shit done for people. I'm exhausted. What's up to everybody hopping onto the live feed? What's up, Nicole? Hey, uh, is it, uh, let's see, BJ, Amanda, uh, Andrea, what's up, Tara, Danielle, Sarah, Sally? Good to see everybody. Right on. I uh, saw a little bump in numbers for uh, downloads from last week, so thank you guys very much. Every time we get that, it's always nice. We're showing people, man, that uh, these tiny little communities, these pockets of friends can actually go out and make some shit happen. So, And that's because you guys download these episodes and you show up every day for the live feeds and you come out to the shows. Dude, it's a blast. So thank you guys very much. Uh, big Pride weekend in a lot of cities. I know uh, Minneapolis had their uh, Loring Park was filled with uh, allies and the LGBTQ community pride parade yesterday. I do have a little beef, not with the pride parade, but with the people that are in the pride parade. As I was watching some live feeds yesterday of people that are down at the festivities and shaking the hands, pressing the flesh. Literally and figuratively in, in, you know, in the case of Pride Weekend, I was a little taken back by some of the businesses, the entities that were marching in the Pride Parade. I was watching some and I get like some of them have been there for a while, but there's some newcomers on that. I'm like, you bullshitters. You guys are such hypocrites, hypocrites. One parade, that, one float that I've always had a problem with is goddamn Care 11. I like Care 11 as a, a, a news source. I mean, they're hands down the best in the cities. They blow everyone out the water. CCO is great, but Care 11, I mean, dude, they're world-renowned. They got Everything they do is the best. Randy Shaver might be, hands down, one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever met. His wife, Roseanne, peach. Dude, if everybody on the planet could raise their children to be Randy and Roseanne Shaver and their children, it'd be a much better planet. Trust me. But I do have a little bit of a problem when sometimes these people are forced to go march for a company that does not give a shit about LGBTQ pride and rights. Let's be honest. Go ahead and ask Sven Sungard how much Care 11 really gives a shit about, <laughs> about the gay community. Because if they did, Svenny boy would be up uh, on the tube still giving out the weather report. They don't care. It's such a facade. They march because if they don't, then the gay community comes back and lights them up. And that's exactly why they do it. It's horseshit. 
Uh, what's up, Anna? Good to see you. Danielle, good morning from Rapid City. Oh, good morning to you. And a fine tip of the cap to you. I hope Svengard catches wind of that and people start calling him Svenny Boy. Wouldn't that be great? Hey there, Svenny Boy. Sounds like something out of the 50s. A rep to do, do there, Svenny Boy. And a tap of the morning to you, Svenny Boy. <laughs> He's a good dude. Sven Sungard, good dude. If you don't, if you're out of state and you don't know who I'm talking about, Google Sven Sungard and read the the backstory as to why it is that he is no longer a meteorologist at one of the top news stations in the country. Go ahead and read it. I don't need to get into all the details. Basically, uh, I'll give you the quick broad strokes just to tease you a little bit, so you might go out and find it. Sven was let go because he shared a post and. Management probably did come back a couple of times, which I'm also not a fan of people going against management when management's like, hey, dude, you got to toe the line a little bit with this shit. You should probably toe the line if you still want to be employed there. Now, there was a gal who used to be at Fox 9 here in Minneapolis. Her name is Ivory Hecker. Ivory left and went to Houston and just recently got shit canned from that news source because she basically told them, you guys are, are censoring your reporters. You're telling us which questions to ask. She wanted to run a story on Bitcoin. And the response that she got from uh, from management was, we shouldn't put this out because at the five o'clock newscast, uh, poor people from black communities don't care about Bitcoin. That was their response. Which, fine, if you want to go ahead and like, you know, if that's how you want to feel on the inside, fine. Don't put that shit in a fucking email, <laughs> you dum-dums. If anything, you should run that. Maybe you should get people uh, involved with uh, finances. Maybe sometimes people would appreciate it if they had a little bit more uh, information on something that might be able to help them out. I don't know shit about Bitcoin, but if you packaged it and sold it to me in a way that made it interesting, I'd probably watch. Fuck. Uh, Daniel, uh, much love to Sven. He was my favorite. Absolutely, man. Uh, Scooter, wasn't it over something he posted? Here's what happened. So he had shared a couple of posts from a, I believe it was a pastor from his church. And the pastor had written, hey, we are one love. We, we ex openly accept gay and lesbian couples, trans. You're always more than welcome to come into our establishment. However, if you are a Nazi, turn the fuck around. We ain't got time for you. We got no room for hate in this building. And Sven had shared it. And I think they got a little pissed and said, hey, don't do it. And a few weeks later, he shared another post and then they shit canned him. So if companies really cared about like the voice of the voiceless, they wouldn't have done that. I mean, dude, a lot of times, and, and listen, I don't know the backstory. I mean, maybe they were like, listen, we got to figure out a way to cut $75,000 out of the budget and Sven's being paid a little too much money. So maybe it's time we figure out some different avenues and that shit happens all the time. Like that people are looking at budgets going, I don't know. How do we, how do we bring this amount down? Oh, we'll just wait until somebody who's making a ton of dough fucks up. And then we, we throw that guy into the streets it happens all the time. It could be for such a, the smallest yet traceable fra infraction and the second that a company gets their hands around it, they're like, dude, you got to go. And they, you know, they play it off like he was insubordinate and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they just wanted to save an extra $100,000 a year. That's all. Dude, since Sven left, have you, 
Is there another meteorologist off of CARE 11 whose name it transcends through households of Minnesota? Not a one. I couldn't tell you who does the weather now. Not a one. Ken Barlow is the only one I know, and that's because I worked with the guy for seven years. Everyone else, who gives a shit? Sven was cool, man. Fucking, dude, that guy looked like Baby Hulk. Holy shit. Could you see that dude just like throwing down, strapping it in, man? That guy had some guns. Be out goddamn running, uh, be out running, you know, marathons, shirt off, glistening in the sun. Old Svenny boy got himself a six pack. Uh, what's up, JJO STP, JLO? JLO STP, JLO, JLO. I don't know. My fucking eyes are so bad. I can't even read it off the Instagram live anymore. Jesus, what happened to me? Um, yeah, what's up, Dan? Thanks for hopping onto the live feed. You can always find the live feed, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. What's up, Shelly? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, this weekend, uh, I'm going to say it now. Please don't let this get back to her only because I'd feel absolutely embarrassed. Um, one of my favorite comedians of all time who I'm just like so over the moon about and just think that she is, she's such a brilliant writer and she's got such a great voice and she's so goddamn headstrong and funny. Rosebud Baker was in town this weekend and she was gracious enough to offer up a guest spot on Saturday night and fucking it went so good. That show was, the crowd was a little out of it and I get it, you know, Saturday night, sometimes it's hit and miss, those Saturday late shows. People are like, the Saturday late show's always rowdy. I'm like, dude, either they are throwing goddamn chairs or it's crickets. One of the two. Usually you don't get anything in between, and that's kind of where we were at in between was the Saturday late show. But she was she was just so funny and hilarious and nice. And when I said, you know, uh, I met her at the Comedy Cellar a few months ago when I was in New York and she's like, Hey, when I'm in uh, Minneapolis, dude, come open for me. And I was like, that's super nice. Unseen. Hadn't even seen me perform stand up. was like, just dude, just open for me. It's all good. Come open. And then I saw that she was in town booked at house of comedy. By the time I saw that she was booked, I was already booked at another club. So I didn't want to be that guy. Who's like, I mean, I figured she probably didn't even remember me. I mean, she's a pretty goddamn big name on the comedy in the realm of comedy, like Rosebud Baker is she's up there, man. Her last special whiskey fist on YouTube. One of my favorites ever. The jokes are so good. They're so punchy. They're so, they hit so hard and it's, everything is so true, you know? And she just writes from just a super authentic voice. And she, um, she went to uh, she went to House of Comedy. She hit me up. She's like, hey, I saw by the time I knew you were going to be, I was coming to town. The show was like rebooked. I'm so sorry. But if you please, I heard you're coming to do a guest set. I would love it if you did. I got to the green room. She was more than you know, gracious to let us all hang out. Other comics showed up to watch the show. They came in the back of the green room, said hi, shook hands. She's just a sweetheart, man. Just super funny. I'm telling you, if there's one person that you should be looking out for, Right now, it's Rosebud Baker. The stuff she did nothing from, I mean, burned that last hour of material. Everything she did was new, great angles, good bits, awesome timing. I can't say enough good things. She was just such a sweetheart, you know, so nice. So please, 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 please go out and find Rosebud Baker. Let's read a couple of comments. It looks like people want to chat about Sven here for just a moment. Olena, I had something similar happen, but it was because the previous management left the place and so did all of the employees but me. Yeah, that shit happens a lot. Totally. Like, I mean, that's the whole reason why I got let go at 93X is 
we got bought by another company. Companies like we have to shave off a few dollars. So everybody outside of Morning Drive, whoever is making the most, they got to go. Can we give them an opportunity to maybe take less of a pay? Nope. Got to go. And that's exactly what happened. So whatever, man. It's all part of it, dude. Uh, Olina, the new manager, didn't want any of the old crew, so he fixed my schedule so he can make it look like I was late so he could fire me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Usually, I'm always the guy who gives management the benefit of the doubt because I've worked with such shitty people all the time. <laughs> you know? When they're like, they're like, man, I tried. Hey, I told that guy many times, but you keep scheduling me on Sundays, dude. And you schedule it at 6 a.m. That's bullshit. I'm like, well, dude, they're the guys who make the, that's their thing. That's their fucking deal, dude. Like if you want to, you want to keep working here go. That's why I don't like when, when, especially when people talk a lot of shit about companies that they worked a long time for and either just because of creative differences or maybe it was just things were getting stale or it was a money thing. They talk a ton of shit. I have nothing but good things to say about my time at ABC and 93X. I mean, dude, because of their paycheck, I bought a house. I had great experiences. I made tons of friends. It set me up in in a business that now I have that credit to my name. Like They did a lot for me. It's hard. It's hard to like go back and go fuck you guys. I just get you. Said, I mean, ultimately, yes, has it been incredibly hard ever since I left there? Ten years? Fuck yes, it has. It's been the hardest ten years, but it's been the most gratifying. Absolutely, it's been, dude. I, I would never be where I'm at right now if I'd have just sat there. And most people wouldn't. They just get stagnant. I've seen so many radio people just get into a job, come in every day, get super goddamn bored phone it in. Their product sucks. A consultant comes to town, so they put in a little bit of effort. Then the consultant leaves. They go right back to sucking balls again. I've seen it a million times. I'd much rather grow. I'd much rather get myself to the top of the mountain and then start on a new mountain. Why do you just want to sit up there? There's no growth. Keep fucking moving, dude. Keep moving. I don't like it. Uh, old friend of JP and Tom Mastery. Good to finally see you, sir. Oh, right on, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom was amazing. JP, the radio slave. JP, my favorite story about JP. Actually, I got like nine favorite stories of JP. Uh, JP, the radio slave is, I mean, that is the most apropos name. That dude has worked in radio longer. I think I would imagine he's got to be going on a 30-year run of maybe only having a full-time job in radio, maybe twice. And he's got to be going on 30 years. That dude, when he quit drinking, bless his heart, has quit drinking, quit drinking years ago. His wife told him, you have to stop. You have to stop. You, you, first off, you're a, a shitty drunk. And then secondly, you're blowing all of our money. That dude would get off the air. Him and I would get off the air at midnight. When I was doing nights at 93X, we would get off the air and JP would go, I'm going to corner bar. You want to go? And I never went only because... I lived so close to a bar that was in South Minneapolis that was always hopping. And I'm like, I would, man, but then I got to have beers and then drive all the way. And I'm like, I just don't want to. Like, I appreciate the offer. So I, only once or twice did I ever go. And when JP quit drinking, his wife made him take all the receipts over a month that he had spent at Corner Bar. That dude was spending upwards of like 60 to $80 a night in the bar. She made him take all that money Every single night, take like $60, stick it in a jar. And at the end of the month, 
Him and his wife went out and bought a brand new stand-up washer-dryer combo set. <laughs> in a month. In a month. JP also one time bought the Pope's robe on eBay. That's an honest-to-God true story. Somebody sold the Pope's robe for $100,000, and JP and a couple of guys went in on it, got it to Minnesota, wore it. There's a picture of JP standing on a coffee table, drinking beers and smoking cigarettes in the Pope's robe. And then they packaged it up and then sold it for like $150,000 the next week. That dude's a hustler, man. He will always figure out a different way to make a fucking dollar. And I love that guy for it. Uh, my other favorite story of JP is I was, I was coming home one night. I had got off the air at like 1130. JP was doing one more break on, a, on our sister station down the hallway. And he was playing Alice in Chains Rooster. The intro to Alice in Chains Rooster is, I don't know. Two minutes, 14 seconds? It's got to be. JP talked up the entire fucking in, uh, intro of Rooster talking about a chicken. No, like, you, and you can always tell because JP, like around like 1030 when the cleaning people would leave and there's always like a salesperson that might stick around because maybe they had gone out and had a few martinis with a client then came back, you know, to the studios to grab some things or to pick up their car. JP would go out like 1030 and he hit a couple of oneies. And he'd come back in and he'd get on the air and he'd be blazed off his goddamn ass. And then literally those last breaks of the night were my favorite. Because I would listen to that guy for two minutes and 14 seconds talk about a fucking chicken and not even anything that was coherent. There was no facts about it. He's like, chickens have feathers. And they got beaks. They live in a coop. Isn't that funny? The word coop? I mean, if you think about it, it's C- O-O-P. Like, why don't they spell it C-U-P-E? It's a coop. Why isn't it called a chicken house? Chicken house is a... Chicken house is a really good name for a band, isn't it? Oh, hey, speaking of, I'm heading down to the turf club a little bit later. Fucky, fucky, stick fuck is going to be playing. You guys should... Oh, fuck. Did I just say fuck on the air? Oh, anyway. Shit. Fuck. I just did it again. Fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. I did it. Damn it. Anyway, here's Allison Chain's Rooster. It's Rev 105. Boom, right into the goddamn post. It was amazing. That guy was brilliant on the fucking air. I'll never forget it, dude. I'll never forget it. Hi, Pam. Oh, Pam just heard me just curse up a storm. My apologies. My daughter's fifth grade teacher just literally heard me just blasphemy all over Instagram. Hopefully, you don't have any children around right now, Pam. I apologize. Uh, Ryan Neeson, what's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Uh, got your comedy... Uh, got your set on my timeline. I'll be getting that to you. What's up, uh, Ryan Stock, BJJ? What's going on, bud? Good to see you. I know you guys got a bunch of shows coming up. Very funny guy. Danielle, hard work always pays off in the most positive way. However, I used to work with this dude who, his name was John. John was a huge smart ass and incredibly, like one of these like super smug assholes, but he had nothing to be smug about. I think that's my favorite voice of comedy is one of my friends, Josh DeLay. Josh Probably about 30 pounds overweight, got a bad haircut, double chin, really bad mustache. T-shirt always has a stain on it. Every time that gets up, that guy gets up on stage, he's like, I'm the shit. You bitches want to fuck me, don't you? <laughs> I love it. I love that guy. It's so funny. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? 
yeah, JP. So JP, the radio slave, please. Um, I love that dude. Love him to death. Uh, but great weekend of comedy, man. Was out at Gutty's both Friday and Saturday. So thank you to Kyle and everybody at the club. Thank you to Rosebud Baker for letting me get up and do a little bit of time in front of her at House of Comedy. Uh, and then coming up this Thursday, I'm going to be out at uh, Rusted Roots Winery. That's in Scandia, Minnesota. Show is 8 p.m. Uh, apparently, this show sells out every single time. It's a great venue. A lot of people come out that way. So hopefully we see you guys out. If you want, just check out my website, rudypovich.com. Also sold some merch this week too. So thank you guys. Again, appreciate it. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And of course, every day at 945, it's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, I'm Rudy. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.